Gaur Premanande Welcome. All settled in? Good. Nice to see you both. Yeah? So we'll continue our discussion of the uh, Prakat Lila, and uh, we come now to the chastisement of Kaliya. Shri Kaliya Mardamaki Jai. And I'll speak a little bit tonight um, in an introductory way about the Leila. Some of the points have been raised previously, and uh, so there may be some repetition. Um, but such repetition is useful. And We've been jumping around a little bit in terms of the order of things, and I just thought of it at the moment. It, it seems to go with uh, how the uh, this this chapter of the Bhagavatam should be introduced because it's not in chronological order, and uh, it's thought that out of his ecstasy, Sukadeva spoke it in the way that he did. So <laughs> we have. Since I came, with regard to this uh, ongoing discussion, we began at the end of the Dindakasura Leela with the Purvarag, and, and we went, what, uh, where did we go from there? We went um, um, to the uh, beginning, which is the end of the 15th chapter of the 10th canto, after the killing of Dindakasura. Then we went to the beginning of the chapter where Krishna gives a eulogy of of Balaram, and that was quite uh, quite a significant uh, section. And um, the other day we were reading ahead of that uh, further about uh, the summer and um, the. Build up, so to speak, to the slaying of Palambasura. Not an official class, but a reading on the beach. And uh, so we've been jumping around a little bit, but there, there is some, there is some logic uh, to it. <laughs> um, really, I just um, had intended to lecture on on the uh, Kali Lila and the Denikasur Lila, um, but. I got ahead of myself in terms of what I was of the writing, and so out of my own enthusiasm, which is again part of the reason why the Kaliyalila uh, is not uh, presented in chronological order in the Bhagavatam. Not to compare myself to Sugadev Goswami, but um, but um, 
in his ecstasy, he narrates the, and we'll discuss that, uh, the implications of that, uh, the, again, the uh, clearly out of chronological order. And we know that because um, of a couple of things. Uh, Jiva Goswami reminds us that uh, in Gopal Champu, that the tall fruit, Tal fruit is a uh, is a type of palm fruit. Palmyra. I don't know how to pronounce it. P a l m y r a. It's a it's a English or Latin or what? And um, it's uh, you may note also that the flag in Mulsankarshan, who was the expansion of Balaram from Mathura and Dwarkalilas. Um, he has his chariot and his princely Leela along with Krishna and uh, his flag on his chariot bears the palm this is the, the tall palm tall fruit so at any rate Ajiva Goswami uh, reminds us or informs us that the tall fruit is ripe in the month of Bhadra which would be prior to Kartik uh, more like September. Hmm. Kartik is in more like October. Hmm. Um, and therefore, hmm, the chronology uh, it would be that prior to the slaying of Danikasura, which is in Kartik, the Kaliyalila, excuse me, as a, uh, that 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 Krishna takes uh, becomes a cowherd boy at the beginning of his his uh, his uh, sixth year, hmm? and that Leela is narrated in the fifteenth chapter. Hmm? and the slaying of Danikasur is in that chapter. But the Kaliya. Uh, 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 oh, let me read it here. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little bit uh, Sukadev narrates the Leela in ecstasy out of chronological order. For the chastising of Kaliya, introduced at the end of the chapter, chronologically precedes the slaying of Denikasur. We know this because. The slaying of Denikasur involves his prohibiting others from tasting the forest tal fruits that ripen in the month of Bhadra, whereas Gopasami occurred in the month of uh, Kartik. Thus, one year after Gopasami, in the month of Bhadra, Kaliya was chastised and Denikasur was slain. One month later, in Kartik of the same year. Hope that's clear. At any rate, further evidence is provided, fortunately, uh, from the Harivamsa Purana, hmm, which is also, it's the Harivamsa, the, the, the Vamsa, the family of Hari. It's quite a long uh, work, Upa Purana. And there, there is a list of the chronological order of these leelas, and 
Chiva Goswami defers to that. And the implication of that is uh, that in the order there that the Kalilila comes first, um, although Sukadev tells it afterwards. The implication of his uh, embrace of Harivamsa Purana's uh, accuracy, typically, as you know, Jiva Goswami has taught us that everything should be understood with regard to differing statements in the scriptures in relation to the Bhagavatam, which is the hub around which they all orbit and are understood in context. So often if it's said different somewhere else, then we look at the Bhagavatam and that takes precedence and we understand the difference accordingly and harmonize and so on and so forth. But here he's deferred to the order given in Harivam's Purana over the ecstatic uh, uh, narrative of Sugadev Goswami, which is uh, quite extraordinary. And we learned hmm, at the uh, that at the end of the Denikasur Leela hmm, that Sugadev Goswami had with the Purvarab, with the description of Krishna coming back from herding cows with his friends and this coinciding with the beginning of his adolescent sensibilities manifesting in the midst of his Pugandalila, Kishore sensibilities and corresponding that was occurring in the, in the, in the, in the person of the gopis and so they ran to the front of the line, so to speak, of everybody waiting for Krishna to return, and they exchanged glances and Purvaragas. So it's the beginning, then, of the romantic life of Krishna, and Sukadeva Goswami has, has, has Sanatan, who has explained in his Bhagavatamrita commentary, is a sadhaka in pursuit of Gopi Bhav. So here now Gopi Bhav begins... And so Sanatana said, at this point in the Bhagavatam, at the end of the 15th chapter, Sukadeva begins to step into his identity hmm, as a gopi. We call that Surup Siddhi. Hmm. So he is, in the context of Kirtan, realizing all that's, uh, that's uh, possible to be realized through the power of Kirtan. This is particularly a Leela Kirtan, but... Um, throughout the Bhagavatam, he gives emphasis on, on Nam. We shouldn't diminish that. Uh, I think Leela Kirtan is more important than, than Nam Kirtan. Leela is inside of the name. Hmm. Um, so, so the narrative of the Bhagavatam is, is different than, 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 the, than the narrative of the other Puranas. As, as we know, it's described at its very onset to be a a Ras Shastra, Nigamakalpaturo Galitam Falam, Sukumukadam, or the Drabasam Bhutam, Pibut Bhagavatam Rasam Alayam, Muruho Rasikabuvi Babuka. It is a Ras Shastra and its four Rasikas or Babukas. Mm. Um, not for, for anybody and everybody, Sukadev himself was a self realized soul. He is the kind of person, kind of persons we can see, could take advantage of it hmm? with a pure heart. When this message, this post-liberated uh, narrative, touched his liberated being, so to speak, as a jivan mukta, it had to cause a transformation within him. 
The Atma is not subject to transformation, as we learn in the Gita. That means it's not subject to the transformations that the material body undergoes of birth and death and uh, disease. Uh, um, uh, producing byproducts and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. That does not mean, however, that the Atma is not subject to an infusion mm, of greater capital, so to speak, than it, than it uh, possesses unto itself. If the Atma is an atomic particle of consciousness and has at- atomic, if you will, such it, Ananda, then uh, it's uh, uh, a good candidate hmm, for uh, accepting an ingress of a greater degree of the same. And sometimes um, we refer to that as what? Sandini, Sambit, Ladini. They mean the same thing existence, knowledge, and bliss, but it's a super um, state of such that has the power, hmm, that's Rupa Shakti, to overwhelm Krishna, or to speak of dispel Maya, whereas comparatively, as we know, although we're a unit of atomic existence with the capacity to know and taste bliss, it's not powerful enough to dispel the influence of Maya. Hmm. So that is the byproduct of the power of the Sarup Shakti. It's real to really understand it is to understand it that that it controls Krishna. Mm-hmm. Krishna's made, so to speak, carved, chiseled out of that uh, uh, that 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 Shakti, which is his own Shakti. So he doesn't go outside of himself. He's Atmaram and he's a Premaram. Hmm? Both. Hmm? Uh, so uh, this might question might arise hmm? that the jiva must have bhakti, must have its uh, preem inside of it because it's not subject to transformation. Hmm? You're talking about a transformation. Now, when the Gita says no transformation, it means it's speaking. If you look at it, it's very obvious in relation to or in comparison to things that undergo the transformations, all things in this world, here today, gone tomorrow. The Gita is really talking in the second chapter where Krishna introduces the fact that there's an Atma here, that's the real you, that never dies and and can't kill anyone and so on and so forth. He's really talking about the the Sat feature, that it's real, it exists, nothing can can change that. Whereas, everything else is a Sat. Hmm. It's here today and gone tomorrow, subject to change. We're the observing, constant observing factor of the ever-changing material phenomenon. Hmm. Phrase of Prabhupada's. So, so with the ingress of Sarup Shakti, Sudasatva Visheshatma, Prema Suryamsu, Samyabhak, Jiva Goswami, Rupa Goswami, I should say, speaks about it like this in his explanation of Bhava in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. It's like a ray of the sun of Prem, hmm? making ingress into the Atma. Hmm? And what a better example do we have in the Bhagavatam than the person of Sukadeva? What kind of transformation he underwent, right? 
he did nothing. He is depicted as being born and leaving the world. Don't want to touch anything, don't want to see anybody, talk to anybody, do anything. <laughs> none, none of it's real. Hmm? Why chase after something that, uh, that is impermanent? Dwelling in the self. But he heard the verses of the Bhagavatam hmm. sent through the woodcutter on the part of his father, Vyas, and it caused a transformation in him. And he got up. He came. He studied the Bhagavatam. He recited it, so forth. And started doing kirtan, singing and dancing like a fool. Hmm. When Mahaprabhu was singing and dancing in Benares, then the uh, Atmaram-ish <laughs> Mayavadis there, Prakashananda, they thought, oh, he's a sentimentalist. They're right. <laughs> but not in the way they were thinking. Hmm. So, a powerful book. It's for it can bring about such a change, and the per, the, the, the central figure, Sukadev and Pariksit, Sukadev and we're talking about in particular, he's undergoing a transformation in the context of explaining it, reiterating it, hmm. narrating it, the story to to uh, to Pariksit Maharaj. This is his, his, his kirtan. And so this is a different than the rest of the Puranas. It is the um, how you say. Uh, um, it is the there's a statement in the Bhagavatam itself. Um, hmm? Amala Purana. Hmm? Amala Praman, Amala Puran. Hmm? Revelation, Puranic genre being one form of that, is uh, evidence. To weigh in on something that, that that we couldn't understand with the strength of our mental, sensual, intellectual prowess unto itself, and amongst forms of revelation, this Purana is called Amala. Amala means spotless. The implication being that the other Puranas have spots on them. <laughs> The spots are sattva, rajas, and tamas. They're written in relation to those influenced by sattva, those influenced by rajas, those influenced by tamas, the gunas, to, to bring them in. So a certain angle on the absolute. It's not like they're contradicting, but they're talking to people who, who conduct themselves in ways that are contradictory to one another and who think differently. A Tamaguna person thinks differently than a Rajaguna person. They're the exact opposite. Hmm? One is doing nothing, lazy, and the other is very busy and wants to climb up the social ladder and do something positive and better the world and whatever hmm? and so on. Hmm? And Sattva also. So these are independent influences. Sattva is, is happiness. Rajas is, excuse me, Thomas's distress and Rogers's happiness and distress. <laughs> a little, little, of, little of both. And so the Puranas and the wisdom of, of the, the, this genre of literature is that it, that it speaks the same message to different persons. Without understanding that broader picture, 
it looks like these are competing influences, contradicting one another and so forth. So therefore we need someone like a Sukadev, someone like a Jiva Goswami, I should say, to bring it all together for us and see. This is this is the, or or Vyas in, in the form of his uh, commentary on the Upanishads, Vedanta Sutra, which of course the Bhagavatam is his commentary on Vedanta Sutra. So to give context to show the uh, uh, the concordance and uh, how all the scriptures are really pointing in in the same direction, mm-hmm. but the Bhagavad Purana, as stated by the other Puranas themselves, is of a different nature. Again, it is for Paramhamsas. It's not for someone. The Sukadeva was not under the mode of goodness. Mm-hmm. He was a Jiva Mukta. And he was attracted to this. So this is the book for those types of people. Well, what are we doing here, you might ask? Well, it's the, the grace of those people. that They, they become so maddened by the influence, by the, by the, by the just the extraordinary qualities of Hari. His, his virtuous and heroic deeds. Satam prasangam avirisam viro rasayana Hearing through Sadhu Sangha, Mamavirya, somebody do My virya means the heroic acts, my virtuous and heroic activities. This serves as a rejuvenating, like Ayurvedic elixir enters into the ear hmm, and gradually brings about it brings about shraddha faith and anukram means step by step hmm, up to bhav and prem hmm, just by hearing hmm. so people persons like Sugadev, he's so enthusiastic about it and so he has to do kirtan about it and there just happen to be receptive ears in the form of Parikshit Maharaj and that's always going to be there mm-hmm. one time Pajshita Maharaj replied to the idea that someone like himself was spending his time talking to a few people when there were many people that were uh, in greater distress than those few people. Hungry people with bigger problems. They didn't have a hunger problem necessarily. They didn't have a, a problem with, uh, with some type of disease. So sometimes the the transcendentalist will, will be accused of being a little, little, little selfish. Right? But he said that these people are coming for food hmm, and they want a full meal, a comprehensive solution to the whole problem of material existence. Other people want a partial solution. Hmm? 
because they want a partial solution, they can't hear, and they've got a problem that arises out of not trying to make a comprehensive solution. So shall I leave those people who want a comprehensive solution, even there's only one or two of them, hmm? to go f feed the masses, hmm? for example, open a soup kitchen? Hmm? At least here I can end one hunger problem, because hunger is not a not a problem of the stomach, it's a problem of the heart. The Bhagavad Gita enters the heart, then it can uh, cure the disease of 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 lust, hmm? thirst. That Buddha identified was the problem, thirst for things. Hmm? Sukadev thought he had done that, hmm? and now he became involved in things that appeared and people and so forth. What kind of people? We shouldn't really narrate the Bhagavatam, Krishna Leela Kaliya without some reference prior really to Mahaprabhu as we were speaking the other day. Here is the most prominent example in historical time, if you will. A person who, hearing these stories about Krishna, it had such a transformation desirable transformation in his life. Right? We question the, re the reality of, of the story of Kaliya, the myth. These people are living in these stories, these myths, but what, what real effect it had for the better. Hmm? who went to Vrindavan just to say something about the Kaliya Leela hmm? in relation to Gaur Leela. And while he was there, after having taken sannyas, he wanted to go to Vrindavan. Hmm? Uh, but Nityananda Prabhu stopped him. Hmm? And his mother sent him to Puri and so on. Still he tried once again, third, second time. And the third time, the second time Rupa Sanatana stopped him. Hmm? First time Nityananda Prabhu stopped him. Somebody said the other day was on a forum that I was asked to comment, made a, was making, a, was criticizing the sannyas ashram. It's kind of an anti-sannyasi guy. He's a god brother of mine. It would appear, at any rate. He accused me of defending the ashram. I said, well, you know, I'm just, you're, you're attacking it. You know, I mean, I'm just giving you some facts here, the history of it and what it, what it, what it, what it, what it's, what it represents and so forth and so on. He had some, um, misunderstandings. And one of them, he says, well, the only reason that, that Mahaprabhu took sannyas is because Nityananda was his senior, and he ordered him to take sannyas. And so he followed the order. And that's a good thing, following order. So he's just teaching we should follow orders. And I, I said, where, where do you find that in any of the story, in any of the narratives? Um, it's, that's not, when Chaitanya Bhagavad, it's the exact opposite. Hmm? Mahaprabhu decides he's going to take sannyas. He tells uh, Nityananda Prabhu, and Nityananda Prabhu, he, he, he has, he, he asks Nityananda's advice. He says, "I got no advice." And he's he's against the whole idea. Later on, he broke his danda, hmm? right? So he's the one who, when Mahaprabhu took sannyas, 
and left, he went and brought him back to Advaita's house in the name of bringing him to Vrindavan. And who was there? Sachi and everybody from Navadvip, except for Vishnu Priya. And so, so, the devotees of Navadvip, they don't like that Mahaprabhu took sannyas any more than the devotees of Vrindavan like Krishna going to kill Mathura or Kamsa in Mathura and leaving, leaving Vrindavan. Of course, for us, then Madhya Lila and the Sannyas Lila of Mahaprabhu is very important because it brings us to Navadvip where we can then be against the Sannyas. There you can be against Sannyas. If you want to speak in that way against it, that's very good. Otherwise, it has a purpose. Anyway, so Mahaprabhu, the second time he tried to go, then Sanatana Prabhu stopped him. Right? He went and he was on his way, and Sanatana said, and there were many people who were f- following him wherever he went. He had now this hometown lad of 24 had taken sannyas and gone to Puri, and now he had returned to Navadvip, and he was already being celebrated in Puri, and that by big stalwart elderly sannyasis, and and the king became his disciple. I mean, he converted the king. It's incredible. Accomplishment, right? And Sarvabhauma, such a sober person. After all, you have to remember this was looked as like some kind of new religion, even in Bengal. Even the Hindus didn't understand the uh, Sankirtan of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So the success that it was having was just extraordinary. Mm-hmm. To go to Jagannath Puri and, and the boy conquered Jagannath Puri. Truly, he did. Mm-hmm. He was what Jagannath's unblinking eyes had been looking and waiting for. When when he saw Chaitanya Dev then entering into in Rathiyatra, into the Bhava Varadha and dancing. This is this is what Jagannath's eyes were open for. This is what he's looking for. He's undergoing he's Krishna undergoing a transformation in remembrance of the Prajlila and uh, and Radha, he saw he saw her in Mahaprabhu, and the cart stopped. Right when Mahaprabhu went behind the cart, dancing, then the cart wouldn't go. Even they put elephants behind the cart to try to push it; it couldn't budge until Mahaprabhu danced again. So it's Krishna following that. He says in through the pen of Krishna's Kaviraj, it's very beautiful. Amishisha Guru Nata. I am the Shisha. I am the disciple. Hmm. And he's saying, Radha is my Nata means like arts, drama, dance. Hmm. Is my guru, dancing guru. I'm learning to dance. And she's making me dance. I'm a you know, I'm a puppet in the hands of Radha. Hmm. So he he returns to, to Nadia. This is a huge event. And so people are following him everywhere. And, and, he, and he's, he's going to on his way to Vrindavan. So Sanatana says, you shouldn't go to Vrindavan with a lot of people like this. There's, there are political implications to what the wise, materially speaking, Sanatana uh, uh, said, but his advice, his advice constituted, and there are spiritual uh, ramifications. Politically speaking, it wouldn't be wise to just be traveling across the country with an army of followers 
given the the Mughal uh, influence and so forth, but go quietly and to enter Vrindavan as a, as a, as a, as a nobody, hmm. so to speak, is the idea. That's what it why it means so much when Jiva Goswami says at the beginning of each of his sandarbhas in offering respect to Rupa and Sanatan that you know, my respect it's just paraphrasing to Rupa Sanatan who are famous in Mathura to be famous in Vrindavan as a devotee and and for all time <laughs> this is that sense who are they so incredible so Sanatan advised him don't know and he didn't go second time third time finally he was successful anyway in the course of being there at one point, hmm, some village people said, and his attendant, Balabhadra, hmm, heard that Kaliya is again performing his leela uh, in the Jamuna at night. Kaliya's returned to the Jamuna. And Balabhadra was kind of an innocent fellow. This is interesting. A point. Hmm? It's not that every devotee, and we, we talked about this a little bit the other night, every devotee of Mahaprabhu was some super Siddhanta tattvic knower. Hmm? We talked about how many devotees appreciated the poem that um, Bhagavadacharya took from the Brahman and gave to Srupa Damodar to offer to Mahaprabhu. They all thought, so great, such a nice drama. Srupa read it and said, nah, this is not according to the Siddhanta here. It has to be rejected. Hmm? So Balabhadra, he heard the Kali is performing his leela. Uh, he's, he's again come back to the Krishna told him, "Don't come back." Well, here, of course, as we go forward, don't come back to the to the Jumun. He's come back, hmm? and so the implication is he didn't. He wasn't very well learned. Hmm? You don't necessarily have to be learned. He was attached to Mahaprabhu, so. Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya, and there's two types of Bhagavatas, the book Bhagavata and the person Bhagavata. You can't understand the Bhagavata entirely, attach yourself to a person who can, right? Serve that person. So he's serving Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the person Bhagavata. But he, he didn't know. Wait a minute. First of all, this is a Dwarpa Leela Dwarpa Yuga Leela. And secondly, Mahaprabhu told Kaliya, don't come back. And we studied the Leela, you understand he didn't come back. Um, so it's now Kali Yuga. And so if you knew the scripture a little better, you wouldn't be taken in by such um, thinking that other, even more common and illiterate people were uh, uh, kind of superstitious thinking that they were prone to. So he told Mahaprabhu that Kaliya's coming in on the, on the Jamuna. So Mahaprabhu went there and, of course, he, he showed it. it was a fisherman at night with a flashlight or something. Or it's a lantern or something, right? That's <laughs> um, so, so something about Gorlila and Kaliya, right? But Mahaprabhu, as I was saying, he is a historical, historically speaking, in historical time, example of a person that speaks to us of the of the 
reality and the power and the truth, if you will, in the mytho-historical narrative story of Christian Leland. What, what truth, what power it has to transform. It's a story that we that we choose, that we've been offered uh, to live in and we've chosen to live in. And there are many other stories out there that our people are living in. Like I've spoken about the myth of modern science is that they're, it's the same as ours. You're going you're gonna to die and you're going to go to heaven. You're going to live forever. You're going to that, how they're going to do that? They're going to take your consciousness and download it into a machine that's not subject to the to the kind of they can la- last longer anyway. <laughs> the machine can last longer than your than your than your biological body. It's the same same story. I mean, it's a same plot, <laughs> if you will. But a different story, and not as not as good, not as friendly by any means. So, um, um, and Sukadev, the power of this, and it's for people like this. But the effect that it has upon them is such that it's overflowing and it touches us. Hmm? So it's for the Paramahamsas, and therefore we should hear the Bhagavatam from a Bhagavata. That kind of a person, right? And that will be uh, contagious. So we can tread the Paramahamsa Marg, even though we're not Paramahamsas, attaching ourselves to the to the feet of, a, of, of such people like Mahaprabhu, his associates, Sukadev Goswami, and so forth. So it had such power of transformation. At this point, again, at the end of the Denikasura Leela, Sugadev Goswami is stepping into his sarup and this ecstasy is determining the order in which he speaks about events that in some instances render them less than chronologically um, correct. So we take Harivamsa, which is a list of a sober person without that ecstasy, not subject to that type of confusion or that kind of driving influence that would determine the order. Hmm? So Sugadev, he's stepping into his his roop as a tender young Kishori. Hmm? And this story of Kaliya is something that he is not that thrilled to speak about. It is a story, as we'll hear, that finds, uh, that relates heroic, a particular heroic deed of Krishna, that previous to such heroic deeds were only stories from young boys, to the ears of the elders. For the boys, the cowherds, who witnessed this, the, the killing of Agasur and Bakasur and Vatsasur and so on and so forth, they were real in every detail. Hmm? And they were sure and confident of the heroic power of Krishna because of their own Sakyabhav, which which 
in which which causes them to feel one with him. So confidence in him and his heroic power is confidence in their own self and ability. And in fact, they have the ability. You think one of these boys couldn't have taken um, uh, any of these demons with his little finger and dealt with them? No problem. But by the arrangement of the Leela Shakti, hmm, that was given to Krishna to do. That That's some story, that's, that's something could be, that we could understand something about his position, hmm, the personality of Godhead. But they're equals. So for these boys, they, 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 these stories were absolutely true, and they were eyewitnesses to them, <laughs> if you will. Hmm. But they were the, the heroic power of Krishna, hmm, they identified with in a particular way. Hmm. That's he's one of the yeah, the the uh, the, uh, the for them for their for their rasa. Now for the elders, as I said, they would hear the stories as the boys would come back and, and tell them. And the boys are prone to exaggeration, and at least in the minds of of, of elders, and when the stories are quite f fantastic. Hmm? So in, it affects the, the narrative affects the different rasas differently. They tended to dismiss it and think, "Oh well, boys will be boys." It's, uh, anyway, uh, and treat them just like boys, and they're boys. Krishna, Balaram, Tamsa, Yashoda, and Rahini, Nanda, just as, as as young lads, not as superpowers. Hmm? They're coming home and say, "Your son is a superman," hmm? and they're thinking, "And so are we." That's that's their bob, right? And their parents are looking at them like, okay, you know, you're just kids. Right? Boys will be boys. Anyway, okay. But then the Gopikas, young girls, how did they hear the stories? Oh, they heard the stories as like a knight in shining armor. A prince charming, to use a Western kind of uh, reference. Just, oh, he could that that kind of person. They heard about him. Maybe they saw him a couple of times. Maybe crossed the path once. Hmm? But they weren't at a in a position at this time in the evolution of the Prakat Lila to even reveal to one another their uh, mutual feelings. They hear the story, and then after all, these are Nidhisiddhas, so they have that romantic love for Krishna inherent in them. They have uh, anadi siddha samskars. Hmm? From a time without beginning, they're they, 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 they they their atma is, is, is um, infused with rag. Hmm? It's not inherent in us, but it is in them. And through their company, association, through Guru Parampara, Sadhusan, we can be infused with that, right? As we know. So the gopis, they felt, oh, they, they just fell in love with such a person. There's such a person. They believed it, of course, innocently. He's such a hero. Hmm? Comes is sending these demons and he's defeating them. You know? it's a, so different reactions from, from different sides. But it would appear from Sugadev's reluctance to tell the story. Again, chronologically, it's before the slaying of Denikasura. But he goes right into the slaying of Denikasura. He doesn't tell the and But the very end of the chapter, after the description of Purvarag, after the description of the meeting of the gopis, 
and Krishna are exchanging glances and so forth, beginning of their acknowledgement subtly of their romantic feelings for one another and so forth. Then Sugadev gives a quick, very few verses, trying to like, uh, here's a clear story and it's over. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> uh, because while only the cowherds, as I'm describing, had experience of Krishna's heroic activities, they were only stories to the Vatsali Bhaktas, the Dasi Bhaktas, the, 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 the um, uh, Madhurya Ras Gopis, and so forth. Hmm? In this Leela, everyone would witness the heroics of Krishna. Hmm? All of them. That's what we'll hear them there. They will all come to the lake. Not only will they see the heroics of Krishna, but they'll see the heroics of Krishna in an instance in which his heroism seems to be in question in terms of being a triumphant hero. Hmm. So it's it's it it's very traumatic for for everybody. I mean, the coward boys die on the spot. Hmm. Not so much from, well, they die from drinking the water. Well, here, drinking the, well, the cows die from drinking the water. And the cowards then think, if there's no cows, what's the meaning of our life? Here we are, we're young boys. We've just got in charge of the cows not long ago, and now they died? Now that they drink the water, we should die. This is our dharma. Krishna brings them back to life. Very touching. And they, then he dives into the... Then they, they see him. They, they get frozen also. But when the, the, the tender... They're, they're, they're a little little stronger, if you will. They've seen Krishna They've in his heroics again and again. And, that's a, and so forth. The parents are a little weaker. And the gopis even weaker. Sukadeva is now stepping into the bhava of a gopi, and he has this 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 story. He he's trying to push it off and not tell it. Hmm? It would appear, but at the same time, it's a prominent leela of the poganda period of Krishna, which is very short, and it would be an injustice to not narrate it. And it's an instance in which, in this leela, in which the prominence of Balaram, which is a feature of the poganda leela. Um, comes out, hmm? and so he he kind of he's caught between. I really should tell this, but at the same time, it's such a tremendous. And how will? And he's think, he's projecting. You know how will it affect the Raj? You know he's listening attentively, and I'm going to you know narrate this at a certain point. It's 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 Krishna's wrapped in the coils, and what's going to happen? And, and I mean. He could pass out. He could die on the spot. Hmm. But although he gives, he he gives a short, like few verses. He doesn't give enough to create that effect on Parikshit Maharaj. And Parikshit Maharaj inquires for more details. Hmm. And so he 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 because the student is ardently require requesting, hmm, asking, sincere. Then Guru has to reveal. So he, he goes on, he tells the narrative, and we see it takes mm, some verses, six, eight, ten verses at the end of the 15th chapter, the entire 16th chapter, then the entire 17th chapter. 
hmm? where the where the which which include the entire history leading up to why Kali is there and so on and so forth. So it takes up a fair um, large, uh, fairly large section of the description of the Poganda Leela of, of Krishna. And so we'll go forward in the, in the days uh, here and uh, try to go through the entirety of the Leela and to enter into its uh, feelings. Shrimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Kaliya Krishna Ki Jai. Any question? What's the time? up there. We have class tomorrow Friday also. And then we're thinking of planning to go to the beach again on Saturday, see if we can arrange that. Shishidaji Gopal Ki Jai, Gold Bhakti Brinda Ki Jai, Gold Primanandi, Hari Gold.